Dr. Tui, welcome back to the Show Me Institute podcast. It's been a while. It, it has. Thank you for having me. What have you me. been up to? What's been going on? Uh, just, you know, reacquainting myself with the Show Me Institute. And uh, unfortunately, the issues in Kansas City haven't really changed. We've got uh, diverting taxpayer revenue for stadiums, for baubles. We've got public safety. We've got education. It's uh, it, it feels like I never left. Right. And you're you're reacquainting yourself because while you still are running the Better Cities Project, you have returned to the Show Me Institute, thank goodness, as a senior <laughs> fellow, and you are still going to be um, rousing rabble in Kansas City for us. Uh, that's Once right. again, I should say. That's right. That's awesome. Um, there's plenty to do over there. Um, you know, Taylor Swift's boyfriend and all, like plenty to do over there. But one thing that I want to talk to you about in our our first uh, uh, go at this again on the Show Me Institute podcast is you've written recently about, and I just mentioned Taylor Swift's boyfriend, but Kansas City loves its sports teams. Yeah. And um, I'll just say this is, I don't know how this is going to kind of fit into this, but I have a sister who lives in Portland, Oregon. And when the Super Bowl was happening and I said, you know, some of my my work next week will depend on who wins the Super Bowl because the folks in Missouri's capital might take a day for a parade or whatever. And she's like, why would people in Missouri care? I'm like, turns out Kansas City, <laughs> believe it or not, much of it is in Missouri, including the sports stadiums, right? And then, and that's very important. And I wanted to talk to you about why that's important, but people get really kind of, I, I feel like there's always an opportunity when you're in a situation like that, where you have Kansas City straddling two states, and the sports stadiums and most everything uh, is on the Missouri side or on the Missouri side, you always have this like kind of ongoing threat that maybe they'll leave. And so we have to give concessions to team owners. And what is happening now in Kansas City um, that's that supposedly is being teed up to keep the sports teams? Uh, so great questions. In 2006, Jackson County, Missouri passed a, uh, a tax on itself, a, a three-enths three eighth cent sales tax that was going to be used to fund uh, the two stadium Arrowhead and uh, Kauffman stadium where the Royals play. And so we've been dutifully uh, paying that to them to cover expenses. And now the Royals want to build a downtown stadium in Kansas city. Uh, and they have, they are seeking to uh, impose a new three eighths three eighth cent sales tax that will last 40 years. Um, the, the tax we're paying now would otherwise expire in 2031, but uh, this measure that we will vote on on April 2 would sunset that immediately and then start a new three eighths, three eighths cent sales tax, excuse me, for 40 years. And that will be a uh, half of it will go to the chiefs to uh, be spent on their stadium and half would go towards the construction of a new stadium downtown for the Royals. And so we are once again awash in uh, what should the public be funding? What are the benefits uh, to the public? What are the knock-on uh, uh, effects of moving a stadium? And it just, it's, it, for people who've been writing about this stuff, as we have it, show me, it's, it's all very familiar. Yeah. I mean, let's table for a minute what how a stadium impacts the economy because there's plenty to be said there but it seems to me that the Kansas City Chiefs are having a pretty good run are their owners hurting like do they need the public to pay for new stadiums no no stadium owner needs the public to pay for anything uh the great example you'll know is Stan Kroenke who took 
uh, his team yes, from, <laughs> who took his team from St. Louis to Los Angeles and Los Angeles offered him zero subsidies, nothing. And right. he built a $5.5 billion stadium, SoFi Stadium, uh, with his own money and that of private investors. It's an impressive place. And uh, it just gives lie to the argument that we hear in Kansas City and all over the country um, that that these billionaire owners need to reach into the pockets of normal taxpayers to fund their their stadium. That's right. Um, we've talked about this with, with other things, too. Um other types of tax credits, where if it's a good economic idea for a business to exist somewhere, then it just simply is a good economic idea. If it's so bad that the public has to pay for it, then it's all already a bad idea. That's right. right? Uh, like, that's right. The, the The way I often describe these subsidies to people is a developer comes along and says to the taxpayers, I've got a really bad, bad idea. But you if can you pay give for me, it. <laughs> right. If you give me enough tax uh, incentives, uh, it becomes a good idea. But again, if yeah. it's a bad idea, to your point, it's a bad idea. Uh, uh, Kansas City and St. Louis and cities all over the country have enough of a burden funding basic services, roads, public safety, schools. Uh, right. We don't need to to dip into those or redirect those funds to, again, billionaires. And I I, I hear myself saying that I, I have no problem with people who uh, get wealthy from uh, creating a service, from Absolutely. building an industry. But uh, it just goes to prove that they have the wherewithal, the resources, the capacity, the talent to do this on their own. Why the public ever bought into this claim that they need to be on the hook, uh, I, I don't understand, but it is it is widely argued. Um, a story in, uh, I think, Stateline News Service that I saw just today uh, points out that we're in a whole new wave of a stadium construction, uh, Washington, D.C., here in Kansas City. So yep. we're going to hear these arguments again and again. And what is Frustrating is that almost all, if not all, of the economic research uh, from left, from right, from the Federal Reserve, from academics all over the country says that there is very little economic benefit to, to the taxpayers for having these stadiums. Volumes of it. I mean, 20 years ago when I was getting my PhD, we had a professor at George Mason who had been at George Washington University and he specialized in this research. And it was a long, long time ago when they were going to when. Um, the then Washington Redskins were going to leave R RFK Stadium for FedEx Field. And and there is so much research. And I want to talk about that a little bit. There are three things I think, uh, but well, let's take them in order. The first is that it's only three-eighths of a cent. Who's that going to hurt? I mean, what even is it? A penny is nothing. So th less than half a penny, it's nothing. We can handle it. But it's well, a new tax. So what do you say? Like, okay, we have a, a long list. Of, like, it's only three-eighths of a cent, Patrick. Who cares? No, and that is that is a huge problem in a lot of these publicly funded uh, uh, projects. The few people who stand to gain gain an awful lot. They have every incentive. They have lawyers. They have uh, lobbyists. They have the time to go to public meetings to have their voice heard to get involved in the writing of legislation. Uh, the rest of us. Uh, the vast majority of people have such little at stake that it's not worth it for us maybe to go to city council meetings. We certainly don't have lobbyists and lawyers to argue our point. And so uh, the few people that have an inordinate amount of interest spend a lot of money and the taxpayers, uh, you know, get nickel and dime to death. 
Do, have they said how much they expect to um, earn in revenue over 40 years with the, with the three eighths and cent tax? Uh, I, I think so. So the Royals will say the cost to taxpayers will be about a billion dollars. Uh, but I don't know that they've released any documents that demonstrate mm -hmm. that. Something came out of the county, which said the costs would be closer to four to six billion dollars. Uh, proponents have uh, have said that's not accurate, but they haven't put out their own numbers. And so once again, the people of Jackson County are being asked to approve uh, their end of the deal, which is taxes for an agreement that isn't quite written yet for obligations that are unclear uh for uh, you know all sorts of promises that again time and again uh, don't ever uh come to pass what 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 is real is that the taxes that is concrete that will yeah. happen the taxpayers kind of put up first and then hope hope for the best but uh it's so lopsided the the benefits are so lopsided and again to, to the taxpayers non-existent okay so then here's another argument i hear well you know on game day all these people come into town and they're yeah. gonna <clears throat> buy food and drinks they're gonna buy merchandise they're gonna pay to park it's gonna employ all of these people and it's just gonna be this huge economic benefit for kansas city how many uh home games will the chiefs play uh well the royals of course and the chiefs only play half their games uh half their games in, in their stadium. Um, but John Sherman, who owns the Royals, wants to build a stadium that's going to have an entertainment district. So there's going to be maybe residential, commercial space. There will be bars and restaurants there. Uh, so, you know, this, the entertainment district, the the stadium may be used quite a bit, but but you're exactly right. The claim is made that there will be an economic impact to this. And, and let me try to unpack that a little bit. So right now in Kansas City, if you want to go to the Truman Sports Complex to see a game at one of the two uh, stadiums, or stadia, I guess is the correct term, <laughs> you might uh, hit a liquor store and a grocery store on your way there. Uh, you'll pay your parking. You will tailgate in the parking lot and... Uh, I can't speak for St. Louis, but the amount of equipment and overhead that people bring to tailgate is <laughs> right. really impressive. I mean, huge screen TVs. They must have generators there. It really is quite a sight to walk through the parking lot before a game. But they will spend an X amount of dollars. Uh, if you move the stadium downtown, people may spend money in the bars around the stadium. But they're not spending more money than they did before. They're just changing their behavior. So maybe they won't stop uh, at a liquor store or at a grocery store in order to tailgate. They'll just go uh, to bars and spend money at restaurants. Yeah. The economic impact studies look at the new spending in the new location and add it all up. But they do not. They never count against it <laughs> the former spending that isn't happening. And the 2017 report from the St. Louis Federal Reserve pointed this out exactly. Economic impact stadium, uh, impact statements, forgive me, sure. are misleading, exaggerated because they don't count that opportunity cost. They don't count that while you're spending more in the new place, they're not subtracting the money you're not spending at the old place. And the way I explain it to people is, 
Imagine a new grocery store opens up across the street from your house. You may shop at the new store, but you will not also shop at the old store. And everyone immediately gets it. But the economic impact statements that are floated by city leaders, by these guys, uh, don't count that. And, And I know listeners hear what I say and say, well, that can't be. That's ridiculous. And I'm telling you, that is exactly what they do. They count all the new spending and don't subtract any of the older spending. I mean, you and I have talked about that here before on like the um, the uh, Kansas City Light Help Me District. Oh, Power and Light District. Yeah. Let's start that over in the Kansas City Power and Light District and getting tax incentives for that by saying we're going to hire X number of people. Well, those people were working somewhere else, right? They it, didn't grow them. That's right. It's it, and I'm actually writing a blog post uh, that will that will show that chart, and it's perhaps one of the funnest things yeah. I've done at Show Me, which is I went to the regulated industries, the liquor control people, and I said, you know, give me all the uh, health cards that you issue to waiters and bartenders, uh, and give me all the liquor licenses that you've issued every year over the past few years, and the number is flat over right. uh, year over year citywide. And then you look at, you you plot on the chart when power and light opened and you see there wasn't a spike. It was flat. We didn't create new jobs. We simply moved them downtown from where else they were. We changed people's behavior, but we didn't create any new spending. And it, again, you tell people that they get it and they can't believe that, that the people who calculate economic impact actually get away with that, that. They, they they are so slipshod or intentionally misleading. Uh, yeah. but it, but it is how economic development impacts are counted everywhere. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. And I mentioned this in passing in the beginning. If we don't give these stadium owners money for the stadiums they want, they're gonna leave. So if the if the mayor of St. Louis argued that we need to keep the Rams here or we want a soccer stadium because we're willing to spend billions of dollars just to feel good about ourselves. And if they made that argument in Kansas City, we are willing to spend millions, billions of dollars just to feel good about ourselves. That would be perhaps a compelling argument and it would be honest. Yeah. But but they always make that impact claim. We're going to create jobs. We're going to create wealth. We're going to see a return on investment. None of that is true. I have thought an awful lot about, as a Kansas City resident, do I care if the Royals move to Kansas? Uh, do you? I don't know that I do. It's sort no. of like it's sort of like a swimming pool. You're better off if your neighbor has the swimming pool and you can go visit it. <laughs> Then if you have the swimming pool yourself. So if Kansas wants to offer ridiculous subsidies uh, for a stadium that I can just drive to, and maybe it's as close as, uh, you know, Truman is now, um, do I really care? And and if the result is that Jackson Countyans get to keep our taxes and spend it on our own projects, it's probably a net gain. But we we confuse that pride with economic impact and it it kind of clouds our reasoning we want to have nice things downtown mm-hmm. but ultimately what cities have to learn what states have to learn is that if you want to grow your economy you've got to do the hard work of providing infrastructure yep. public safety good schools 
competitive housing market. That's how you do it. Once you do it, um, then all those good things you want to get, restaurants, bars, hotels, stadia, they come along. But you can't cheat by jumping to the dessert when you haven't eaten your vegetables. That's right. Have you ever been to downtown Cincinnati? Uh, I have, but not in years. Okay, so it's on a river, and on the riverfront are just two beautiful stadiums. I mean, they look relatively new to me. And then between the two stadiums, you can almost, you could walk between them. Football stadium, baseball stadium. It's baseball called stadium, regardless. Stadia, um, they have those down there. And uh, they build a really nice park uh, on the riverfront. And... You know, my opinion is you go up a block from that park and you don't really want to be walking around a whole lot, right? Like downtown Cincinnati is like downtown St. Louis and maybe parts of downtown Kansas City. I don't know. But you just made the point, like, I'm not going to hang around down there. I'm going to probably go in, go to bars, maybe right in that neighborhood. And then I'm going to get out and probably go across the river to Kentucky. But they built the stadiums. And can't we look at enough places that have done this to see that it didn't have the impact they thought it was going to have? They built it. Well, I encourage anyone who's listening to get on Google Maps and pull up Truman Sports Complex, where the Royals and the Chiefs play now. It is uh, two stadiums next to each other, a huge parking lot all around them, and then zero economic development uh, around the stadiums. And I, I think, if I recall correctly, there is one less hotel there than it was when they opened because they don't generate economic impact. And whether they're in a rural area or downtown, they don't generate economic impact. And when they are paid for by uh, taxpayers, they end up just being a sink. Yeah. And at the point that you made in at least one of the blogs you've written lately, I think I think you was part of your intention is to say, like, if we just keep adding a tax and a tax and a tax and a tax before you know it, like in St. Louis, we have 11, 11 and a half percent sales taxes in some places. Right. We're going to have sales taxes that are so layered and end up being so exorbitant that people want to go shop somewhere else, right? That's exactly right. Years and years ago, when Kansas City was considering one more sales tax, we got a call from a writer at The Pitch, which is the Riverfront Times for Kansas City. And it's a left-leaning kind of tabloid newspaper. And the reporter there asked, at what point are sales taxes too high? And of course, that's just a matter of you know, uh, how the people who live in that city want to tax themselves. But St. Louis and Kansas City uh, face the same problem, which is we are not competitive places to live and shop. People would rather cross borders, get gas, uh, uh, visit, uh, you know, uh, all sorts of amenities elsewhere to escape to escape the high taxes. So we're no longer attracting people. We are kind of uh, jacking up our taxes not providing basic services and and then when people leave we say well we're going to we're going to you know collect the earnings tax uh, on on your way out we're still going to try yeah. to grab you and that's just not that's not a successful way to attract people ultimately what cities need to do is make the argument that you want to live here because we are safe because we've got everything you want within walking distance uh, it's a fun place to be right mm-hmm. that's that's the only argument that works. You know, you talk about Cincinnati. Uh, I, I always love to talk about Baltimore. Baltimore has done everything that a developer has wanted it to do. They have two downtown stadiums. They have light rail. They have an entertainment district, an inner harbor. They have an aquarium, a convention hotel. They've got a great airport. Nobody says they want to be like Baltimore. 
because <laughs> right. Baltimore has invested in the, uh, I'll say the dessert, but they haven't worked on public safety, public education and infrastructure that you need. And you can't skip those. You can't skip those tasks. They are hard. I don't envy anyone who's trying to figure them out, but you can't jump ahead to the fun stuff. You've got to do the real work of, of city building. So uh, when is this vote happening on the stadium tax? April 2 in Jackson County. Okay. Um, you know, it is interesting. Uh, we, we talked about how there seems to be a new wave of uh, uh, stadiums being built around the country and new yep. asks for taxpayer. But, uh, you know, there are groups left and right, people who are uh, who live close to where the stadium will be, who are uh, not a fan. And so yeah. it may sure. be that slowly over time, people understand that this is a great deal for the billionaires who own these teams, but there is uh, not a benefit to the people. Um, there is not a, an economic impact that makes it worthwhile. And uh, again, I think people on the left and the right understand that cities have m much more important things that they need to be focused on. And, and uh, I, again, these wealthy people should be free and able to build wherever they want, but it's got to be their own money. What's your prediction? What are you hearing? Um, are you nervous? You know, I've worked at Show Me long enough to know that <laughs> our job... anything you want here. This is a safe space. Uh, you know, our job is our job is not to win or lose elections. Our job is to make good arguments, put out good research. Right. And when people are ready for it, they can find us, they can find our work. Um, so I am very pleased with the work that we have put out uh, over the last two decades, it is great to go back. And it, it's a pleasure even to find uh, stuff that we've written that we have aged an well. <laughs> that aged well. Thank you. We can say, you know, we told you so. Of course, this was going to happen. Yeah. You should have known this. Uh, people who read uh, our content uh, would have seen this coming. It's not a surprise. So I want to make the best arguments. I want to try to be the most informative. I don't know how it will work. Either people will reject it, uh, but if they accept it, um, they're going to hear from me in a few years when all the things that we're predicting now come to fruition. Yeah, I I sort of fight on the fronts of we need to spend more on education, just period. And uh, to, to a lesser extent, universal preschool, let's pay for every child to go to preschool. Those are two ideas that, just the um, the human psyche wants to believe in. It's just a thing. It's so hard to get across this point that uh, while that sounds like it must be true, it doesn't end up being true when it's put into action. And we have a lot of years of experience with it, but people are like, no, it still must be true. <laughs> right? So I think with stadiums are like, nope, I still love my royals and chiefs and i'll do anything and it's like i i hate to be the grinch here but it doesn't work that way i am sometimes accused in kansas city of being a glass half empty you know uh, yeah. a debbie downer uh, yeah. why can't you just be pro city and i i love kansas city i'm a transplant i wish uh, I, I love it when people come to visit Kansas City, when my family comes to visit Kansas City because they fall in love with it. It's such a great place to live, but we are not doing ourselves any favors with these with these projects. Uh, focus on making Kansas City great. And again, if you 
you know, it's it's a baseball uh, stadium or a baseball reference from uh, Field of Dreams. But if you build it, he will come. If you build a good city, if you get the basics right, good things will happen to you. But if you don't build a good city, all your effort to, uh, you know, uh, uh, pay for amenities and, and, and nice things, just it's not going to work. Well, I appreciate you breaking it down for us. And I look forward to you coming back and explaining many more things to us and having more conversations about Kansas City. Well, I, I love back. it. I look forward to it. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks.